Where's my coffee? Number one and number two. Here's my coffee. In the new year, I will drink more coffee. That is my resolution. (laughs) I averaged five cups a day this past year. I will get Uh that to seven. Are you sure you can do it? Actually, I don't think it was five. It's probably three. Five a day or three a day even is a lot. Well, at some point, it doesn't even work. Makes you tired. I have I have one later in the day and I think oh, I'm I'm crashing I need this coffee. Excuse me. <laughs> I will not burp on the show. That wasn't even Thank a burp. You. That was more of a hiccup. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, it was a hybrid burp hiccup where Uh-huh. You know, nothing is It's escaped. like inward. It's like does it go inward? Like, <gasps> you ever have those? Yeah, I hate the hiccups. When I get the hiccups, I start trashing my apartment. <laughs> I smash lamps and throw dishes i yell does it work i I throw is that a good is that a good way to get rid of hiccups (laughs) yes (laughs) that's my i haven't patented it yet but Uh if i were to that would be my patented way to get rid of hiccups throw a fit distract yourself by smashing (laughs) your whole apartment don't worry the cleanup is worth it because nothing is worth and worse than the hiccups like the person who That's, got the hiccups for 12 years. Yeah. That's part of me doesn't believe them. Oh, you think they fake it? They go around. <gasps> yeah. For 12 I years. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> because that's something you would do. Hey. At a younger, at a younger age, that's something I, I could see you sitting there like, I need, what can I do that will be yeah. kind of weird, but kind of entertaining at the same time. And so specific that it would be strange to make up. Yeah. I've got the hiccups and they won't go away. (gasps) They won't (gasps) go away. It's been (gasps) six years. I think you have six more to go. I think you have to give the person credit if they faked it. You have to give them credit at least. Well, I think, I mean, I'm, I guess. It's real. <laughs> I'm sure it was real, but there's just something about it that makes me think uh, there were times when they were gone. And then for, for, is it, was it really 12 years? From what I can re- recall from yeah. Ripley's Believe It or Don't, as it should have been named, not Ripley's Believe It or Not, which is mm. completely incorrect. Believe it or not. But that's a phrase. I know it's a phrase. It's an incorrect phrase, but it doesn't matter because language is fluid. And whatever the people want to use is what they can use. And that's the way it should be. (laughs) The phrase gained currency as the title of a cartoon series begun in 1918 by Robert Ripley and continuing to run in American newspapers long after his death in 1949. Eats drawing. Oh, stupid. Shut up. Why do people say, believe it or not, used to introduce a surprising fact? Yeah, I know. Maybe if you rephrase it, why do people say, believe it or not, instead of believe it or don't? Hmm. Believe it or not. Believe it or do not believe it. Believe it or not. 
Believe it or not believe it. Language is fluid. That's going to be the answer. That's always the answer. Well, I mean, that is true. That's the cop-out answer that everyone gives. Yeah, as a cop-out, I'm not interested in that. You know, it's like, that's like, it is what it is. It's like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I want to know more. <laughs> I can't find why. I dedicated, I dedicated a lot of time to the language arts. But I guess that's a privileged stance to take because the I had the opportunity arts. at uh, uh, Autry Middle School, the Cobb County public school system was such a privilege that you know most people don't have. So for me to have learned the language in a way and used it, taken that seriously and, and, and used it in a way that was uh, respectful of the language arts I learned. You know, that's just a very privileged stance, you fucking idiot. You inherently racist asshole. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's the other <laughs> side of the argument. The one part is, oh, what what is going on? Why are you using Ripley's Believe It or Not? That's not correct. Well, language is uh -huh. fluid and if enough people. And then the other half of that is, and if you want to argue that you're racist, that's okay. I just I filled Got in it. the blanks in between that line. <laughs> you went from C to F. <laughs> I didn't know how you got there. I filled in the blanks. That's, you know, yeah. somebody calling you racist for wanting to use the language properly. That's that's how they would get there. I feel like that you might be the first person to ever bring up whether it should be believe it or not or believe it or don't because I don't there's nothing here about it. I don't find anything. Now I heard about it somewhere. believe it or don't. I heard it I heard it somewhere from a trusted source reading Rainbow or something like that. Jordy LaForge I didn't make it up on my own. I heard it somewhere and I thought, you know what? That's right. And whoever said it, I trusted. Believe it or not believe it. But apparently I shouldn't because the people on that show are faking 12 years of hiccups, according to you. I'm the cynical one. <laughs> there just seems like there's got to be a moment where it's gone, right? The hiccups are gone, but it's become such a part of your life that you're like, no, I still... Like, I, I don't want to get rid of these hiccups, really. Ugh. It's a curse. Except if it's, I know, it sounds really like a curse. Do you think that person had the New Year's resolution? This year, I'll get rid of my hiccups. <laughs> 12-year-old keeps getting hiccups. Here, what's the, all right, hiccups, hiccup world record? What? what? We should change the name of the show to just 68 years. We should change the name of the show to just search it live. <laughs> what are you doing on today's show? I have no clue. Whatever we talk about, we're going to start searching while we're recording. And you're going to listen to that search. American Charles Osborne, 1894 to 91, had hiccups for 68 years from 1922 to 1990. See, are you serious? Uh, I mean... He didn't kill himself. 
I have to assume that a lot of the people oh. who had hiccups that didn't go away would kill themselves, so therefore they didn't have it for 80 years or 60 years. Well, if you look up what this man looks like, he looks like it killed him. A man who had the hiccups. 20 hiccups. <gasps> the beleaguered fellow reportedly experienced 20 hiccups per walk- waking minute for a total of 400... Well, <laughs> How can you live? It sounds miserable. Oh, he had an accident. He had the world's strongest diaphragm, though. It was like curling nonstop for 60 years. Yeah. Think about your biceps. Just twitch, twitch, twitch. I'd rather have a twitching bicep for 68 years. Well, I'm just talking about if you sat there at a, a curling bench and you curled. Oh, it's your, not that much. Your biceps would be huge. And if you're working out your diaphragm like that, nonstop, yeah. 20 times a minute, because he had the world's strongest diaphragm. I hate fucking articles like this. They're like, they start talking about hiccups in general. Well, that's the way everything goes. That's the way. They uh, generally occur for only a few minutes or are perceived more as an irritant. Like, what do you, what? Of recipes. Course. Recipes, for example. Oh my God. Recipes. Get you get a whole backstory on pizza and where pizza yeah. started. And then the person goes into a story about how their grandma made the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Like, just give me the fucking ingredients. And give me the, the cooking instructions. Well, thankfully they have that jump to res- jump to recipe <laughs> button. But why? Why does everyone have to insert all? No. Pizza dip. starts with a P. It's a P I, and then followed by two Z's and an A. And don't even get me started on pie. Mentioning oh. P I. Pizza pie. Mathematical. And isn't it? Wow. Okay, so we said we we're gonna start anew this year yes. and actually focus on fucking topics. And I'll start putting the theme song back in properly. Okay. Even though I'm still recording downstairs. But we'll just take a break here. This is where the theme will be inserted. Okay. Welcome to one topic where we stick to one well. Where we are trying to stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. We'll see about that. I would like to focus a bit more. It doesn't have to be super focused, no, I but I would it. like to focus a little more. And something happened over the break. I uh, I was looking. I logged into our dashboard, our podcast dashboard. Uh-huh. On New Year's Eve, for some reason, we had a shitload of downloads. Oh, really? So many. And then again... Yesterday? And I guess some of that probably is yesterday people are getting back to work for the first day and the Von Hessler Doctrine's not back on the air. And they mm-hmm. think, what am I going to listen to? Radio Labyrinth? You're right. <laughs> One topic. Hell yeah. So we had quite a few downloads and I don't cool. know what to make of it. I don't know what to do. But I think that if we were, here, here was my worry. If we are pulling in people who don't normally listen and they heard some of the the last few episodes <laughs> where I'm playing the theme on my phone. People don't would... mind. They know us, you know? Well, again, people who listen know us, but the people who maybe were listening yeah. who don't normally listen, who, who possibly know us a little bit from the, sh- the radio show, they're like, this is, this is what they do? <laughs> and maybe we didn't hook them. Maybe that was our opportunity. And because I was being 
lazy playing the theme from my phone. We lost them. And then they th- and then they thought, one topic. What the fuck? This they've talked about a million different things. I don't know how to even understand, begin to understand how they claim this is one topic. And then also that Greg is a negative piece of shit. Well, maybe not this year. Not to say you won't be negative. You'll still be, you know, your cynical self. But maybe realistic. More, oh, yeah. you know, more, more what? Uh, open-minded to the possibility I'm, of I things am. being not so negatively I am charged. Very open-minded. I was going to say this. One of my New Year's resolutions is to be less negative, which means I won't be any different because I am not negative. (laughs) I am realistic. The things I say, I dare you to argue. I dare you to say that I'm wrong. You can't because it's no. It's just a point of view in reality. Okay. I went through my hopeful phase. Yeah. And all I got was human garbage thrown in my face (laughs) anyway (laughs) look i surely can get into moods i get into moods and i just become a little more ranty whatever yeah it's not uh totally negative i'm not the one who said that the girl with the hiccups was faking it dude this guy i mean 68 years beat that girl's record by a billion days so getting back to one topic. Mm-hmm. What is the topic going to be? Maybe we should start actually planning in advance again <laughs> instead of jumping in and saying, what went on this past week with you? You know, we never did a show because it's so hack. But I look back on New Year's resolutions. We did one where we talked about uh, purging shit. Yes. It was called Greg's Closet. Yeah. New Year's purging. Okay. Had nothing to do with barfing. Uh, no, but do you want to talk about resolutions? Some people do barf though on that's a good New Year's purge. Like it was, I didn't realize it at the time, but that show meaning could have also been, yeah, it's New Year's day and I'm barfing. Oh yeah, because they drank too much. Yeah. See, that was pretty cool. That was a double entendre. Double entendre. That was, that was awesome. Uh, I was asked if I have any New Year's resolutions. Who like asked an, you? Yeah. An Uber would, driver? Would it? No. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're making give, small talk. Give him more of a pass. It was a lady. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. I'm sorry whoa. I'm not with the times. It's like the old riddle <laughs> that I know I've brought up on the show before. But uh, a, a father, father and his son got into a car accident and were rushed to the hospital. And the doctor said, I can't operate on this child. He's my son. How could that be? What? A man is found hanging in an empty room. <laughs> well, the limits, the limits on that. Uh, from Back in the day, they were trying to prove the point that the mom could be the doctor. And you're, yeah. oh, my God, a woman can be a doctor. But they didn't dare say that maybe the kid had two dads. <gasps> That's so, right. Now it would be different. So you could have a couple answers there. For this riddle, but you could be you, know, you could be so with, progressive that you say the doctor is his other dad and the dads are homosexuals. And it's like, well, why does the doctor have to be a man? Like, but I'm I'm wait. <laughs> well, I'm clearly not progressive enough. 
no. to think about Uber drivers being women. I apologize. I apologize. Anyway, she asked me. And I was like, I don't know. I bought a planner. Why? It was an impulse buy at Target. You know, you look at it and a planner, an empty new planner. First of all, stationary rules. I mean, pens. Was it Lisa good... Frank? <laughs> yeah, it was in the back to school section in December. <laughs> no, it was... Well, I figure I figure like an impulse buy. If I were to buy something that I wasn't thinking about buying, it would be a Lisa Frank. I'd say, look at this. Lisa Frank doesn't this... exist. They don't have Lisa Frank in anymore. This... Yeah. they. The... What happened to Lisa Frank? She had hiccups for 68 years. No, come on. When Lisa Frank still exists. Are you sure? Not like it did. Not like in its heyday. I just went to Lisa Frank's website. Shop. Collaborations. There's that that old logo that I remember that's ingrained in my brain. Yeah, with like the leopard. And there's a bunch of ripoffs too. People selling things on Etsy saying Lisa Frank and then you click on it and it says in small print way under. Like the title says Lisa Frank. And then in uh-huh. small print, inspired by Lisa Frank. Etsy <laughs> uh, Etsy is another example of something that was so cool and just spiraled. Just like Airbnb, you know, it started out as something and then bullshit took it over. And now it's all stuff from like, I don't know, Shein and China mass yep. produced. Yeah. You can still find things, but it is a pain to have to sift. You don't know. You find something and you think someone's made it, but really they just ordered like in bulk from Timu or whatever. I do reverse image search. And if it pops up anywhere else, it's like, nope, not buying it. Smart. I'm not saying that that's a you know 100% fail safe. There could still be a brand new item hot off the Chinese factory presses. <laughs> that that's true. Hasn't been sold yet. Yeah. There was a. Uh, a secret Santa that I was a part of with Christina's family. They're just so big. And it's like, Hey, instead of everyone buying everyone presents and I got one of her cousins and her, and, and really people just put a list of things they want. And on the top of the list was an outfit and it was on Amazon. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not fucking buying you this. I took a stand. Why so not? But because they never look like they seem in the pictures. They don't fit. They're made like shit. The stitching comes undone. They unravel. I said, I'm not buying you this. I'll get you these isotoner gloves and this coffee mug instead. That's lower on your list. And then I wrote an explanation and asked that that explanation was shared because (laughs) this outfit, I just, (laughs) there was a reason. I look, I have some standards and those, I bought a jacket once. Uh-huh. From it was this cool looking jacket. I said, This thing is going to be amazing. And I should have known better. When you buy any clothing off of Amazon, unless there's like an official brand store, I guess they could have yeah. those on Amazon if they wanted. I've Don't gotten do some stuff from Amazon that's okay. It never looks like it looked in the pictures. Like it's, 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 it's the same design and it's close. And like, I, this, this, but I can't like definitively say this isn't correct that you yeah, sent me right. something I didn't order but it also is not what I ordered it doesn't match and it's boxier and it doesn't yeah. fit the same way what kind of outfit was it uh I don't know how to explain that I don't know pants and a shirt but it was like the thing hmm. meaning uniform. like all in one yeah it was a like a, jump, like a, like a romper 
No, but it was two pieces. Oh. A romper okay. is like one piece, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was. I guess you could say it's close to that, but it had two pieces instead of one. It's funny that you felt like you had to make them read aloud your justification for not buying the thing on the top of their list. Why couldn't it just be like, this is what I wanted to get you out of your options? They wouldn't have known that you had taken some weird stance on their outfit choice. I feel as though that they you put the thing at the top of the list and you get excited. Not necessarily. It's just at the top because maybe that was the last thing you selected. I reordered things so that the top was the thing I wanted the most. Oh. It's human psychology. <laughs> Whatever people see at the top, they're going to assume. That's the I, don't that's ass- most, I don't assume that at all. That's most wanted. I look at a list and think, oh, here's all the things that have been added to their list. And I think the thing at the bottom is probably the oldest thing. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, I feel as though when there's three items, if there's a longer list, I would agree with you because a longer list at that point, it's like, ah, oh, well, yeah. uh, who's going to take the time to actually order this? Like when radio stations do uh, the definitive 1019 songs oh, of all yeah. time for the Memorial Day countdown. And I'm referencing something very specific at 1019 RXP here in New York, the station I worked for counting down the top 1019 songs. Okay, what's the, tell me what what is the difference between eight hundred and fifty two and seven hundred and ninety one? Huh? What and, and all those in between? How'd you set those apart? What was the yeah. criteria? What'd you do there? I really don't know how they do something like that for real. <laughs> how is that possible? It's arbitrary. Yeah. yeah. And then and then the the smart thing that the guy did, who didn't even work at the station full time, he was just a guy who did a specialty show on the weekends his name was rich he said everyone expects it to be stairway to heaven and as number one or at least close to the top of the list he's like put it at number thousand two and oh. so there was some argument people were like no no we can't disrespect <laughs> that song like that he's like look if you want people to be interested in this if they happen to hear that or they look back at the list and they see that Stairway to Heaven, a song that they expected to be near the top, was way in the back, uh, it'll at least pique curiosity, even if for a second, which is more than you're doing at this point. I thought it was a good idea. It is a good idea. But and, it also is not the uh, reason for making a list. The reason for making a list is not to get eyeballs on the list. The reason for making a list is because... I mean, you feel drawn to categorize people's favorite songs into a list. So if Stairway to Heaven is is superior over all those other songs, then it has to be number one. Putting it on a weird place in the list just proves your point that it is arbitrary. Yes. I mean, that's fine. I think the idea is you get people curious and they stick around and listen more, but nobody's listening for 1,019 songs because that also and takes why? Days. Who cares? Why is anyone listening? To why? I'm going to stick around and listen to the thousand, whatever thousand songs. If if, if it were 25. What is this, like 1940s where I'm listening to the radio and I'm <laughs> sitting around and I can't wait for number one? If it were if it were 25, I could see someone maybe sticking around. Possibly. Look, I we laugh at this, but the river is still... Highly rated in Atlanta. It's one of the, you know, it was the number one station for a very long time. And it was recently dethroned by WSB. Hell yeah. AM, 
not do extra. i get a bonus for that you, you have no bonus structure are you kidding me? i do i got a little i'm still part-time i still don't have health insurance from the company but they got me bonus things <laughs> well that's nice but i don't know because you have to get into the certain the the demographics yeah. i only saw the top level I have a six, question for you. Six plus numbers, which don't actually mean shit when it comes to selling advertising. Yes. Uh, so uh, uh, Travis still pays for my health insurance, mm-hmm. even though we are divorced. And he's worried that eventually his company is going to somehow somehow found out, find out that we're no longer married and that he's still paying for me as like a spouse and that they're going to come say like you owe us and, you know. 80 grand or something. I don't know the way that works. I don't know if they for me, I think, first of all, I think like, how would they know anything without him telling them? You know what I mean? Like companies aren't just sifting through like, let me double check and see if these two are still married. Yeah. I don't know enough about insurance. Is it insurance fraud at that point? Right. Probably not because you're not making false claims. Like to me, insurance fraud is, uh, I rammed my car into a tree on purpose and then said that I went outside and uh, the tree right. fell on it. And I guess it could be fraud if if he's asked in paperwork, who is this person to you? And you put spouse. But I'm pretty sure in our divorce whatevers, like in our paperwork, that it said that he would pay for my health insurance. All right. I don't know. Well, I, I, to me... Again, this is not any. I need a lawyer. Yes, I do not know. This is, I'm pulling this. This is uh, out of the air. This is just as trustworthy as the top 1,019 (laughs) rock songs of all time. I would assume that the insurance company would say, no, you can't do this anymore. And that would be the end of it. Yeah, I would think that too. I don't, I don't see them coming back and trying to claw money. Yeah, I'd be like, sue me, I guess. Yeah, I don't see that. For eight, But yeah, mm, who knows? Somebody listening right now is saying you're an idiot. You're going to be in jail before you know it. To me, it seems like uh, just keep your head down and not not to say ignore it and it'll go away. But honestly, I just don't see how a company unless like, I, I don't see how a company would like. Even on. Like your taxes, they're not getting information about whether you're head of household or single or divorced, are they? Some of their beeswax. Well, it is because you get tax breaks if you're head of household. Yeah, but that's for you, not for them. For who? That's for the person, the individual, not for the company. Uh, the company, yeah, the company, well, the company doesn't care about you. Being that's what head I'm of saying. Household. So, so uh, what I'm saying is that they're not getting information from your. Uh, as your status, as far as whether you're married or single or divorced, well, the company is paying more. The company, I am assuming, is paying towards the health benefits. And when there's more people on there, look, there's also a family plan. And but isn't Travis does... paying for it? Not the company necessarily. No, the company. Oh, they puts pay for money. part of it. Yeah, sorry. Yes, sorry, and it sorry, costs sorry, them more. So they have more of an interest than you lying on your taxes, saying you're head of household when you're not, because. As far as they're concerned, it's not costing them any more money. You're keeping money from the government at that point, although they do have checks in place. I used to file as head of household all the time. I do that and, still. And, Aren't you allowed to do that? Uh, well, when it came to me, no, because head of household, and I really wasn't trying to defraud yeah. the government. This was when I was younger, 
and I had just moved out. And I was like, yeah, I'm the head of my household. I run this place. I live alone. <laughs> like I really, it really wasn't. I don't understand mistake. why that's what I do. You're not allowed to do that. You I, having kids, it's a bit different, but oh, no, I don't think so. You have dependents, which yeah. you, I assume, each take one kid when you do your taxes. We do. Yeah. Head of household is where people are dependent on you, be it a child or an older person, and you're not their legal guardian, but you're still, you know, paying for them to live, making sure that they eat and get food and don't die. And. <laughs> I know that I know it seems like a small distinction, but there there are certainly instances where, you know, uh, people get in relationships and people already have kids and maybe something happens and then that person is then taking care of that other person's kid and then they would be the head of the household because they're paying for the expenses of that kid. But OK, really generally to qualify for head of household filing status, you must be able to claim a qualifying child or qualifying relative as a dependent. However, a custodial parent may be eligible to claim head of household filing status based on the child, even if the custodial parent released a claim. I don't know what that means, but okay. So you're right. You can't do it, but I can. I don't know because you're already claiming the kid is a dependent. So yes, I'm qual. That's you must be able to claim a qualifying child. Oh you, no, but you're right because you're not you're not filing as married anymore. So yes, right. it would be head of household. Okay, good. But you messed it up. That makes sense, though, when especially the way that they they categorize it. We're like, do you run your house? Are you alone? It's like, yeah, yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah, I run my fucking house. Yeah. You punish me because uh, I file single. Right. I was messing around with it last year. And mm -hmm. in, in true form, we are not sticking to one topic. But I guess if the topic Shoot. was New Year's resolutions, nobody keeps those fucking things anyway. So here we are already <laughs> breaking, already breaking the resolution that we're sticking to one topic. Remind me to I, talk about I, why people break resolutions so quickly. I really want to get back to to one topic, but I know. this I'm going to frame the show as what I just said. That's my excuse for this okay, show. My New fine. Year's resolution, as I wrote in the group text, is jelking. I'm going to jelk more. What's jelking? <laughs> Did you say what jelking was? No, I didn't say what it was. I just like the idea. Of everyone saying they would go to the gym. Like it's the New Year. I'm going to start working out. And the uh, jelking is an exercise where you stretch your wang. <laughs> and the then people fuck? claim if people claim if you put in hours and hours, it gets bigger. Well, so, I guess you're stretching the like connection. You can also, you can also damage it like to yeah. it's, it's don't. It also has to be lower sensitivity, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, right? it also needs to be like semi erect. So <laughs> you can push the blood through, but not fully. Ew, like, this, that Play-Doh stage. This doesn't uh, sound like a good thing, but <laughs> I like. I think it's funny you didn't even know what it was. No, I, I'm. That's surprising that I didn't know what it was. Thank you for teaching me something new. I really like the comparison of people working out. And like, yeah, I'm going to do exercise too this year. I'm going to jelk. Anyway, what were we saying? Head of household. Uh, Head of household <laughs> taxes. Uh, oh, if I can, if I'm still on Travis's insurance. No, there was something <laughs> way past all of that that I was. <laughs> Going to oh, I was just fucking around last year. Oh right, yeah, that is fun to do when you like go through and you like start over on TurboTax. You're like, what if I answered this different? Will that do anything? Well, different? adding, uh, changing it to head of household or yeah. changing it to married. My fucking god, the amount of savings! Like how much money I, I owed three thousand dollars to the federal government, and after changing it, I would have uh, been to paid married? like six thousand. Yeah, 
You paid. You would have paid more. No, I would have. Be, I would. Oh, been you have paid. been paid. Oh, I know. It's fucking bullshit. I mean, can't a bitch be single in this world? You got to be married to get any money from the goddamn government, or just don't give me and don't promise me any money. You know, it's an archaic system. It is it really pretty is. fucked up. It's like oh, single. All right, give us more money. <laughs> right. Oh, you're driving me. You're driving me down this path. To get married and have kids. Yeah, why? Yeah, that's what we want. That's what we want. That's the. That's what. Uh, we need the, more voters. God, well, <laughs> sure. Ultimately, I, I don't even know if it's voters. We need more people to eventually pay us taxes. Well, yeah, I guess so. We need more taxpayers. They they want less voters. Honestly, the fewer voters there are, they like that people don't go out and vote because then it's easier to just manip- manipulate the people who do vote. You focus on them and. voting is also very archaic now i feel like because it doesn't seem to matter who you vote for nothing ever gets there's there's a fundamental flaw uh just like you know maybe in the beginning it was cool like airbnb and etsy and now (laughs) now the government is the 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 corrupted etsy and airbnb i can't believe that voting ended up like airbnb it's true, though. It used to be such a cool platform where it really was about uh, experiences and sharing your home and allowing yeah. people, you know, cou- couch surfing couch is what surfing. that was, uh-huh. which I would never do the other. I I hosted couch people. <laughs> Ew, I would I host- never sleep. Like someone smelly, smells like their body. Like, <laughs> I hosted people, but I would never want to be the one that goes. I just had this conversation yesterday. Uh-huh. Just about how when I go to Atlanta, I won't stay at my parents that often. I'll stay in a hotel. Or even if I were to go visit someone else in another city, like my cousin lives in Seattle, for example. And like, you could stay at the house. Like, no, I'll get a hotel because I like having my own space. Yeah. And this is the thing with Maine because the Maine trip is coming up. And maybe this is where this came from because I found a very small cabin next to the bigger cabin where everyone stays in Maine. And I didn't book it, but I really was tempted to book it because it's honestly like a two minute walk. So you could hang out with everyone and then go have your own space at the end of the night. That's nice. And it's not the couch that I'm above. I'll sleep on a couch if it's in a private room. And the thing is with my parents, you do get a private room or if I went to my cousin. So even that's not quite enough. I just like having my own space, but sleeping on someone's couch in a public area you could have a fucking king bed in the public space, like in the living, in the living room. room. I, it's not the bed. I don't want to sleep in a space where there's people milling about. Yeah. They get up in the middle of the night to like get something from the cabinet. Like, sorry. Like, I <laughs> yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I have zero interest in that. And if I have the means, even if it's more money I would want to spend at the end of the day, it's worth it. You or make when it I part of the budget. Well, when I travel too, with, you know, I travel with my friend, Matt, when we went to Ireland this past year, and uh, people, why aren't you? Why aren't you sharing hotel rooms? Fuck that! No, yeah, we're both. Adults you're already sharing. Yeah, you're money. already sharing. Yeah, that's true. And you're already sharing so much time together. Uh, it's it, it might have been necessary to separate a little bit. I think it's very necessary. Yeah. to have some space. But the couch surfing, on the other hand, when people would stay with me, I enjoyed it for a day. Maybe two, if it got to be more than that, which I never set it up to be more than that. But there was this uh, woman, Julie, who came in from France and she stayed at the place for two nights. And then 
asked if she could stay a third night. And by that third night, like I'm just fed up with it because right. you, know, you don't need to entertain the person the whole time. They do go off and do their own things in New York, but it's your space. You don't really want to leave them there, there alone. I lied. I said, no, I've, I forget what I said, but I came up with some excuse and I kicked her out and I kind of felt bad, but I also, after it was all said and done, thought back to being alone. Thank God. And then <laughs> Philip came home and pissed me off. My roommate at the time. It's <laughs> like, God damn it. I thought you were working tonight. Dang it. You just wanted to be alone. Why aren't you alone in your room? I know, but it kind of sucks to always have to just be in your room when you want to mm. be alone. Yeah. So I haven't, you know, living alone for so long. It was great. Yeah. I have trouble thinking about what it would be like to live with someone again. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you've, o- you've only ever done it. Yeah. There's never been a time before this you lived alone. Yeah, there was. For what, a month? Six months. When you went to Zoffieville and then said, yeah, come on in. <clears throat> no, I was in uh, Decatur living in my own apartment. And then a place in Zoffieville opened up. And so I moved in. Or I was, I got it. I got the spot. And then Travis's roommates were like, so when are you moving in with Autumn? And it was like, oh, I guess I'm moving. <laughs> I was like, that's, oh, that's how okay. that happened. Yeah. The roommate said, when are you moving in? You're like, okay, I guess I have to do this now. Yeah. Yeah. Now you were excited. I was excited. I was nervous. And I was sad to leave my place, but I was really excited about Zoffieville. And then also, you know, I You could have lived there alone. Why didn't you go to why didn't you go to Zoffieville alone? Because Travis's roommate said, When are you leaving? And he said, Okay, I guess I'll leave. And I said, Okay. Wait, I'm confused. Travis's roommates Yes. told him, Hey, Autumn's moving into Zoffieville. That's cool. When are you moving in with her? So you were planning on moving there alone? Yes. Okay. That's what I was getting confused about. I thought that uh, moving to Zoffieville was contingent on you moving in with someone. Oh, no, 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 no. But, I mean, (laughs) I could have just said, no, I want to do this alone, but I would not have had the guts to do that. And it was felt like, you know, fortune favors the bold. Just like, do it. See what happens. And then we were buying furniture together, and I had a panic attack, which I had never had before. Yeah, you should have listened to that. I know. I didn't. I was like, nope, no, 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 no. Don't listen to my body. Don't listen to that. But <laughs> Bless him. Listen, it's not like it didn't work out. We were together for 10 years, still our friends, got kids. It's all good. But Got health insurance. Yep. Still got that health insurance. I, uh. Maryland.gov insurance. I just think it's funny. (laughs) Look, I because I'm I'm certainly not above any of that. The way I've rushed into relationships when I was dating Jessica, for example, I was hesitant and if I should use names, but you know, I was all in on that. And then yeah, you were the moment there was a day we were at a furniture store, and I had the house in Atlanta, and it's like you should move into that house. And I reacted similarly. I was like, oh, my, what the fuck am I doing? This is, I don't want any of this. This is not right. And it kind of feels like it's too late at that moment. Yeah. Like, uh, and I, you know, that's why I fled back to New York. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I didn't 
completely bail, but once the wheels were in motion, it's like, oh, you're moving into the house that I own. And right, why, why have I gotten to this point? And on the flip side with Christina, when none of that shit presented itself, I, I because I had never. None of what shit presented itself? Any of those anxieties or that fear oh. or that freaking out. Uh, that's when I, it's like, okay, yeah, I think, you know, let's, let's get out of this smaller apartment that I'm living in and find a place. Yeah. And listening to myself i guess there was a fear at some point that i would never feel comfortable yeah and so i kind of had to force it because it bounces around at least it bounced around in my head it's like i don't know maybe i'm not a person who would ever feel comfortable wanting to live with a person and you like you said you just have to jump in and do it and then you figure it out and yeah the few times i tried that really the only time i ever got even close was with jessica to living with someone and every other time the conversation would come up like no 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 i don't want to do it i still have that internal dialogue with myself go back and forth it's like i don't want to well maybe you should you just need to do it so there is a fear that it would never present itself with christina though that was pretty obvious that it would work and i wasn't freaking out uh, see i so. i i sort of feel like now that I would be like a particle that was being observed, right? It's like, I'll behave differently. You know, like I, when I'm alone, now that I've been alone and I like it so much, it feels like if someone's around, then I won't do these things that I would do if I were alone. And I don't like that idea. Well, that's one of the hardest things I think to do is to, figure out how to be yourself yeah. because sometimes the things you want to do, at least in your mind and maybe in, in practice aren't the most appealing to the other person. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't, I don't want to put myself out there like that. I'm not talking about like farting and picking your nose and <laughs> yeah. stuff, but just, yeah. you know, the things that you want to do that you want to watch. Well, just like lazing around and like being seen. That's like, I'm, I'm fine with sort of, laying around and being lazy but then it seems like if someone's there it's like oh i should get up and do something because <laughs> i'm just being lazy yeah i get it i like yeah, being lazy particle being like, observed like now i have to behave differently i like lounging around yeah i still struggle with that and it's all self-imposed but when you were alone did you struggle with that no, but I, I. But in general, that was one of the big things of being re in relationships. I right. couldn't fake things. I I became very resentful if I felt as though I had to act in a way that I didn't want to, mm -hmm. and that's why my relationships were limited to you know two days a week, and they would last two years or something. <laughs> because I never felt as the. And a lot of this was on me. If you look back at the people I dated, sure. If I were myself fully. Some of them, it wouldn't have worked. They wouldn't have liked that. It wouldn't have matched. And then other ones, it probably would have been okay. And it's not, you know, I'm not trying to put this on the other people saying it was their fault. It was certainly something I needed to figure out on my own. But there was always that fear. It's like, well, if I am myself, they may not like it. So I can't let them see that. And like you said, I do tend to like to lounge around and that made me feel bad. It's like, well, they'll judge and think that I'm lazy or whatever. Maybe I am lazy. Who fucking cares? But it's really not about what they're thinking. It's about what you think about it. And like yes, when it's, it's some it's, when you're seeing yourself through someone else, you're like, oh, I'm this. 
when it's by yourself, you're like just existing in your own it's body. Like, oh yeah, I'm this. Right. <laughs> and I guess I don't want to be confronted with that. Well, if you you know, find I don't want to say the right person because I there's there's many people. Yeah. But in if you find a person who understands these things. But that's the that thing, it's not about them. I Yes, there's that side of it with you that you need to yes. work through and just become comfortable doing it. Yeah. And then, because there are certainly people who will judge you and say things about it too, if they don't you're like just gonna the You're going to lay around acting. all day? Mm, okay. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> people who will say, you know, so there's a person who understands that uh, autonomy, being yourself is an important thing. And really, if you're going to enter any kind of relationship that you want to last for an extended period uh that shit needs to stay intact yeah <laughs> it does and for anyone sure. who who goes into something's like i don't i'm going to change this person i don't like the way they're acting it's like you just need to if you don't like the person as they are then what the fuck are you doing yeah if somebody else were really judging me that would be different like damn mind your own business i don't know what people think though like they i, I have a friend who was living in a place in a city and he was about to move and he started dating someone and he told them that up front. It's like, Hey, I'm not going to be here much longer. I just want you to know that if you're not interested in dating and hanging out, that's totally fine. And she said, no, 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 that's cool. And then it got to the point where she freaked out and said at some point, I just thought you weren't going to move. I thought you'd <laughs> change your mind. Oh, why <laughs> did she fuck? think that? Well, I think a lot of people approach relationships that way and not necessarily the move. I think the moving serves as a good example because not everyone's moving, but people present themselves yeah. as who they are. Some people lie. Yes. And people modify and you're on your best behavior when you first meet someone. But if you're doing it correctly on your side, you're presenting yourself. This is who I am. And I'm giving you the information you need to decide if you want to proceed with this. And I think most people, even if they think, no, this isn't for me, will still fucking say yes for whatever reason, thinking it'll change yeah. or they'll be okay with it. There is a real lack of self-awareness. Oh, it's like, hey, I'm a person yeah. who doesn't like this behavior and this person has this behavior as their fucking foundation. I really like them, but it's probably not a good fit. Nobody does that. Few people do that, I should say. So I need to end this now. Or they say that they're okay with it. And then when it comes time, like for like you're saying, for the person to move, uh, or that person presents themselves the way that they presented themselves in the beginning and that you thought were different, um, it's now up to you to like manage that. Don't put it on them. It's like they told you. Like you need to quietly handle that yourself. Don't, don't totally. put it on them. Totally. And uh, it's still difficult. Of I, course. I, yeah. I'm not saying that that person, like, I mean, if I were her, I would be like, I guess I'm okay with it. Maybe I'll be okay with it. Maybe I won't, <laughs> but let's keep going. And then the, it's like, I'm, I'm betting on my, I'm, I'm, I don't know, just like do it anyway. And then be, well, be and if you later. get this, yes. If you feel disappointed or hurt at that point, like you said, you have to at least say, well, this is my problem because right. the person did tell me. My friend uh, has told uh, a couple people that she's seen 
that she's not interested in a relationship. She's not like, I don't want a relationship. And these people, like they hook up and then they constantly text her and like talk about like her being their kid's stepmom and like what they'd name their kids. And she's like, what the fuck? I told you from the start that I'm not interested in a relationship. You know, I I don't want to see you after this. Like, this is it. And they're like, do you have, like, have you thought about buying a house in this area? There's good school districts there. Like, I don't know what goes through their mind. What the fuck? Either Especially from think... a dude's point of view. Like, I always think if that was a woman, she would be, like, burned in the village square for being a psychopath. <laughs> well, dudes are psychopaths, clearly. Yeah, they are. But what goes through someone's mind? They either think that she doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. You 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 clearly have no clue. Or they think they're so wonderful that they'll change her mind or both. Both those things yeah. can exist. I just think it's a very strange thing not to really take people strange. at their word. Whatever they tell you, it's like, all right, I, I, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. And then when she doesn't text you back after like 50 texts in a row of not in a row, but you know, over weeks of no response and you're still texting, like take that. Then it in. becomes ego. Then it becomes how, what, what? You there are a couple times where they're, they're like, um, you know, uh, you know, I won't contact you anymore. It's okay. Like I understand, you know, you're busy and you're doing <laughs> you have your life or whatever, but bump it up and all right, you know, see you later. And then they text again. Hey, just wondering if you saw, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's not into you dude and she was clear about it yes there's certain there were certainly this person lives in another state they're in a whole <laughs> other state and he's like you know what are the rents like up up in maryland she's like oh my god how'd she meet this person at a bar but it, he was visiting no no he was in georgia she was in georgia oh, okay and then they That's met. Fine. They hooked I up, don't... and now he's like attached. In love. Yeah, <laughs> it's so pathetic. When somebody's clear, uh, again, you should just take them at their word. There, there's certainly times like you can play mind games with yourself. There were, you know, I I dated someone, meaning I went on a few dates with the person, it was going well, and then they just disappeared. Sure. Yeah. And like we had had conversations about hanging out again in the future. Uh, just meaning like, oh, yeah. And, and initiated by her too, not like me saying something and, uh, and the person saying, yeah, yeah, just to get the conversation over with. Right. And then they disappear and then it's kind of confusing. And just think of the mind games I would play with myself. Not even games, but just like the way it's, like, it's very clear. The person disappeared, whatever the reason. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, you know that this is done. You're not going to hang out again. But I would come up with excuses and still reach out for a little bit. I wasn't overbearing or creepy or weird or nasty. But yeah. instead of just taking it at face value. So I get why it can. Sure. It's fine to it's fine to for there to be a process in you realizing what's actually happening. But at some point, you got to then accept it. And what happened with that one, I found out later was uh she just got back with her ex like they had clearly broken up and who knows uh, how long they had been broken up <laughs> probably not too long yeah and then uh they got back together why not just say up... that 
and then she ended up marrying him. I think that's that's fair too. It's like I don't know why. I understand that it's a difficult conversation yeah. to have. But it's, it's both ways. It's like one you could say, "Well, I don't owe him anything. I don't know him really, so I don't need to explain anything." But, but then, if that's also the case, polite, well, so, right? And it's like, well, if, if if that's the case, then it really shouldn't mean too much to you to like say something to this person, just to say like, "Yo, I got back with my ex. Things are especially complicated. When, you know, I hope you know it was really nice meeting you. I'm sorry." Well, especially when you can do it through text. Oh, which makes yeah. it easier. You could say, you could say. Look, I guess you could lie even if you didn't enjoy hanging out and say you had a good time. But you don't even need to go that far. You can just say, you know, things were kind of, like you said, they were kind of complicated and messy. And uh, we decided to get back together. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. And you don't know each other. You haven't invested too much time, right? So you could be like, oh, that rules for you. Okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah. And also, you know, if if you're enjoying hanging out, it kind of stings for a second. Sure. because it has been like two weeks. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> two we'll weeks. get over it pretty quickly. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And also well, it's people, important to remember. People start it, to. Th- go ahead. Go. Uh, that uh, it's also important to remember that it's not about you at all. It really has nothing to do with you. It still feels, again, not awful because you know, something like two weeks isn't that much invested time. But if things are going well, you start thinking, oh, this is nice. Yeah. I wonder where this will go. Um, but it still stings. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not about you, there's somewhere in your brain where it's like, well, I wasn't better than that person. Right. I didn't make you forget. About, After <laughs> even two though, weeks. <laughs> even though the person has a shared history with the other one and yeah, invested time and emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make you forget all of that. I'm not that great. No, you're not. Well, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, is that's, that what you did? <laughs> that's what dudes do. Yeah. No, I've never gotten nasty no. like that. It's ridiculous. But I've heard plenty of stories of guys doing that. Well, fuck you, bitch. You fucking whore. Yeah, you're not even good looking anyway. Yeah. You're fucking oh, ugly. They go base. Base insult so pathetic yeah. it's like you bruise my ego now i'm gonna destroy you what is that okay, is that okay, testosterone dude. uh who knows as a person who has low testosterone i can't speak maybe if i ever get on trt Woo! i will i will become a guy who writes bitch to What's people what's trt and text testosterone replacement, replacement therapy therapy yeah <laughs> i don't know why it's low because i'm getting older yeah i mean it's look, always it does low. It does drop. It does. It, cer- it certainly does drop when you get older. Uh, Frank Thomas told me so on TV. And Doug Flutie. Well, it's but- true. Look at look at all the old men that look like lesbian women as they get older. <laughs> uh, I better get this. Better get this figured out. But then my liver enzymes were elevated, so they were hesitant to do anything. Mm. Get that looked no. into, Brew. Now nah, I'm gonna uh, avoid it. Okay. Fine. This new year. Oh yeah. I will look into it. But since we've already established we break resolutions, I will not be getting my liver enzymes checked and I will not be jelking. I'm sorry okay. to say. But we will focus on one topic. Okay. From, Let's from... come up with a topic uh, and text it to each other by Friday. The one, yeah, the one resolution that'll be kept. Yes. 
We will get back on track. We just used to trade. One week was my week to come up with a topic. One it week seemed like week. it was always my week. It, no, I felt like you were up. always no, approaching with approaching me with what's that's the topic. That's not true. That's not true. I didn't say What's, that it was true. I said it felt like that. At some point, that became a running joke. What's the topic? Yeah. I was like, uh, I would just throw that out there in that voice. What's the topic? Which I think was based on, I don't know where it came from. I feel like a regular guy soundbite that they used to. Yeah. What's, it wasn't what's the topic, I don't think, but it was that kind of voice that asked a question. I still say, I think about it, okay? I think about it. What's the topic? Anyway, I'll I'll add in the uh, the official theme music. So just pretend it's playing. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Good luck. Keep your resolutions or don't. Whatever. It's all it's all good. You're doing great. Bye. Maybe you should also work on better endings to the show. <laughs>